travel advisor. Welcome to my podcast, Stunning Destinations. I'm your host, Sheila Kilpak, with Grandmaster Travel, an independent cruise planner travel advisor, and American Express travel representative. We have created this podcast to answer the most common questions about travel. I will discuss vacation destinations, travel gear, and anything related to travel and tourism. We use our knowledge and expertise to provide you with the best advice. On occasion, we will bring industry experts to help clarify, in the simplest terms, the answers to your travel questions. Our goal here is to help enhance your travel experience and to reduce any stress before planning your next trip. In this podcast, I am going to go over another interesting question How do I become a travel advisor? Before we start, a word from our sponsor. Grandmaster Travel is a full service travel agency specializing in cruises, all inclusive destinations, for individual or groups. Grandmaster Travel is an independent cruise planner and an American Express travel representative. As part of Cruise Planners, dedicated agents offer professional travel planning with world class service. Cruise Planners is a preferred travel agency and are recognized by the top resorts and cruise companies around the world. Having this type of recognition allows the agents to offer unique perks, benefits for all vacation types either in the U.S. or abroad. Use Cruise Planners, Grandmaster Travel for a stress-free option for your next vacation. Contact us by calling 1-800-454-3044 or by email at reese.kilpak at cruiseplanners.com or visit our website at www.grandmastertravel.com. We are ready to help customize the perfect vacation for you and your family. I decided to discuss this topic today because I received so many questions about becoming a travel advisor and about the industry in general. In this podcast, I will touch on the industry as a whole and how to become a travel advisor. Stay tuned for the entire podcast to learn as much as possible about this topic. I will cover this topic in general terms, so I don't want to bore you with so many little details, but if you are interested in additional information, please send me an email. I will provide my contact information at the end of this podcast. So let's get started. According to Wikipedia, a travel agency is a private retailer or public service that provides travel and tourism related services to the public on behalf of hotels, resorts, or travel suppliers offering travel packages for each destination. Travel agencies offer outdoor recreation activities, airline tickets, car rentals, cruise lines reservations, hotel reservations, train tickets, travel insurance, package tours, and much more. Now, I have a slightly different interpretation of what a travel advisor is compared to Wikipedia. Their definition is a little bit incomplete, in my opinion. Travel advisors provide personal assistance to travelers beyond the scope of that definition. A travel advisor wears so many hats, meaning she has multiple jobs and responsibilities, but the primary purpose is to provide services to clients related to travel and to make their travel as easy and stress-free as possible. It is like having a personal concierge or manager handling all the aspects of the travel for you, or as much as you want. The traveler is always in control of all the decisions. Travelers can use the advisor's expertise to better decide on the destination, activities, accommodations, and much more. 
Travel advisors are generally travelers themselves. It is likely they have already been there and done that. Travel advisors, because of their independence, can operate from anywhere. You just need strong internet, a phone, and a portable computer, and you are good to go. Brief travel industry history. For many years, travel agencies were available and abundant in many cities by providing travel-related services to a client. Travelers economically well-off would seek assistance from travel advisors because they did not want to navigate the complicated world of travel. You can imagine this is way before the internet. Information was not available to the general public. The traveler was forced to seek help due to the lack of information about the destination. And besides, it was perhaps too complicated to research for an individual. In those days, the only information available was country guidebooks with very boring details about places to go, etc. Even that could be out of date depending on the age of the guidebook. That is just one example of the cumbersome aspect of putting together a family vacation. Only people with the means had no problem looking for help from these advisors. They knew that there was going to be a cost associated with using their services. Then, travel agencies were impacted by disruptions in the past 40 years. From transportation deregulation in the 1980s and the Internet in the 1990s, and many more disruptions affecting this portion of the industry. Some of those are the introduction of online DIY or do-it-yourself bookings, for example, using many other online booking sites like, like Expedia, Hotels.com, etc. Travelers begin to use direct bookings online and bypassing the travel agency. That reduced the need for the travel advisor's interaction for the booking por- portion of the process. However, there was still a need for knowledge not necessarily found on these sites. The traveler had a huge hesitation because of the lack of knowledge on the destination, resorts, or cruises. Well, that brought up the proliferation of online review sites and YouTube videos. It is all available to everyone at your fingertips. But in reality, that is great only if you have the time and the resources to spend doing that type of research. The average amount of time a person spends researching their vacation is 20 hours. What will it take to be a travel advisor? The minimum requirements to be a travel advisor are having some knowledge of travel, being passionate about travel, and most importantly, enjoying helping others. You just need a basic understanding of sales and customer service, as I described previously. If you don't have those basic qualities then this is not a job for you. We will talk about training and preparation a little later. Successful travel advisors usually cater to clients offering much more than just booking travel. Consider how you would like to be treated if you look for someone to help you. Simple things like providing valuable information and sometimes giving follow-ups or perks can make a difference. Advisors tend to go above and beyond offering additional services, learning more from the traveler, and being proactive by identifying situations that may affect the trip and, in some cases, preventing issues before they happen. Of course, it is impossible to prevent airline delays or breakdowns in weather conditions, but we can identify in advance issues like visa requirements, hotel room availability, or resort renovations that can affect your trip. 
Remember, travel advisors are a business. They provide a service. Then they get fairly compensated for their effort. How much you get compensated depends on you. One important qualification is to be honest and trustworthy. People will try out your services only if they feel comfortable, because we are talking about services that require a traveler to purchase travel at a cost. Sometimes this cost can be large, depending on the power of purchase of the individual. No one likes to pay more than necessary, and is considered fair. It is up to the advisor to explain the value of the product and service a traveler is getting for their money. Differences between a travel advisor and DIY sites. Travel advisors had to evolve to keep up with these changes. Travel agencies had to compete and develop similar and improved tools to better service clients. Providing booking procedures and offering personal interaction that is lacking on online DIY websites. Besides. The experience of booking on DIY sites is that most travelers have a feeling of being treated as a number with little personalization. Most of the time, if you try to reach one of these sites for assistance, you may have to go through a series of menus. And if you manage to speak to someone, generally it's an operator and not a travel advisor. Do-it-yourself sites may have a large selection of options at your fingertips. And some sites make it very easy to use and scroll and to book online. If you want to save time and know exactly what you want and have experience with the destination and resort or cruise, then yes, why not? The only caution is that you are pretty much on your own if there is any issue with the booking. It is possible that by booking online, you may be able to take advantage of certain offers like specific discounts, additional onboard credits, etc. Again, be cautious because these sites use very known advertising techniques by misrepresenting the actual price and removing the taxes and fees, and offering the lowest price of the resort or ship. But when you go through the process of booking the reservation, you discover that the price is not the same as advertised because they do not reveal the real price up front. Why experienced travelers use a travel advisor? If you are an experienced traveler, you know how extensive research is when it comes to putting together a trip. Imagine if the trip is complicated, or if it's a group trip. It is nice to have an expert that you can talk to instead of a one eight hundred operator that understands how travel vendors operate, their terms and conditions. And can advise you or keep track of all the aspects of the reservation. That alone can save you money because the worst thing is to arrive at a destination or cruise learning that you made mistakes while booking that can cost extra money or headaches. Having an advisor who can explain all the differences of the cabin type, flight arrival times, and best hotel locations, for example. Believe me, these are the little things that most people don't think about when booking online. Travel advisors vary on their level of attendance to detail and customer service. How do travel advisors make money? This is important. It is what everyone wants to know, and it can help you decide if this profession is for you or not. A travel advisor makes money from commission. That means you will not receive a salary. It is a sales profession. Travel advisors, because they are independent, make their own money. 
Some corporations may have salaried employees offering similar services, like travel advisors, but because of the lack of independence, they work for the company and sell what the company wants them to sell, and they do not offer personalized service to the clients. In this case, it is important to distinguish that they primarily work for the company and not for the client. The important part is that you need to sell travel to make money. Initially, like any sales profession, it could take some time to achieve sufficient compensation to cover your daily expenses and profits. Based on my personal experience, it could take about a year or more to build a clientele base and to achieve income independence. The reality is, many first-time travel agents start part-time. This will allow you to develop the clientele base and have recurring clients. So, having another source of income while you are developing your skills is highly recommended. Like any sales job, you can make as little or as much as you want in what you can handle. The potential for making real money, up to seven figures, is there, but it is up to you. Travel advisors may add fees to their services depending on the degree of service. It is primarily a business decision for the agency. Luxury travel advisors specialists generally add fees or service charges due to offering a higher level of service to their clientele. Some established agencies, like brick and mortar locations, also include fees to their services due to their additional cost associated with their overhead. Can I get rich selling travel? I cannot say you will become rich selling travel. However, the potential is there to make some serious money. This is a type of business, like any other business, that can expose you to situations with high rewards. Perhaps not to the level of becoming rich, but you do get to love what you do, and you get rewarded with great satisfaction. What perks and benefits are available to travel advisors? These are some of the attractive features of being a travel advisor. Besides earning a living, you will have the opportunity to learn about the fascinating world of travel, and the opportunity to visit or use travel vendor services. Many travel vendors offer reduced or sometimes free familiarization trips to travel advisors to expose them to the product, and therefore being able to sell it with experience and knowledge. It is like trying the product. In order to sell it, who wouldn't like that? There are other perks. For instance, getting to attend industry conferences and personalized assistance to improve your business. Extra commission and bonuses are common, but this requires measurable productivity to achieve more perks and benefits. Travel advisor specialties, because of the variety of travel options like tour packages, all-inclusive packages, family travel. Luxury cruises, river cruises, adventure travel, safaris, sports travel, excursions, sightseeing, and much more. Some travel advisors specialize in corporate or business travel. Corporations working with a travel advisor makes a lot of sense. It is the easiest way to let an expert deal with complex business travel due to the common unexpected changes. And strict travel policies. Travel advisors may want to specialize and become experts in a specific niche and become a specialist. This will help attract certain travelers looking for travel advisors for their expertise, enhancing their marketing potential.
Do you need a license to become a travel advisor? Depending on the state of residence, you may be required to have a license to sell travel. This license is called seller of travel license. At the time of creating this podcast, states like Florida, California, Washington State, Hawaii, and Iowa are those requiring this type of license. The requirement for obtaining any type of state-approved license may vary from state to state. The good news is that in most other states, a license is not required. It is best to research your state for license requirements or any other type of certification, if any. Do I need training and what kind of training? Like any profession, training and expertise are required when working with a client and offering them travel services. It takes about one to three years to become proficient enough to know all aspects of travel and available options to travelers. A travel advisor should be able to speak with confidence to clients on products and services. That kind of knowledge can come with time and training. Training can be obtained by learning from the travel vendors because most established companies have well-designed training programs for travel advisors. Completing the travel vendor's training is very extensive and can be overwhelming, and it is continuing due to the ongoing introduction of the new products and services. It is imperative to stay up to date in order to be competitive. Many industry organizations offer specialized training, which can be obtained by joining these organizations. Some of these organizations are Cruise Line International Association, American Society of Travel Advisors, and the International Air Transport Association. What are the odds to be successful in the travel industry? You are the only person that can make that happen. Like for any type of adventure in life, you need to have the desire and the tools to be successful. So it is up to you. How do I get clients? You have to tell the world about your new business and keep telling. Tell all your friends and family about your new business. Go to networking events. Spend money on marketing such as online or printed material for magazines, newspapers, etc. Your location will determine how much marketing and what type is needed. Be involved, but at the end, only you can make it happen. Do clients pay more for their vacations when using a travel advisor? Using a travel advisor adds another layer between the travel provider and the traveler. If no fees are added by the advisor for the service, travelers should expect to pay the same or sometimes less than what is published by the travel provider's website. The reason some travel agencies may be able to offer prices less than advertised is because the power of potential volume purchase, meaning travel agencies with many clients can sell more products and services due to their larger reach. Unfortunately, not all travel agencies achieve this level. Only large agencies with many clients do. Travel agencies may be able to use the power of their clientele reach and their relationship with the vendor to create groups. Groups are very useful to travel advisors because they can offer prices that sometimes are better than the cruise line's current pricing. Due to when the groups are created, the price gets locked. I will create a future podcast to talk about groups on more details. Travel Advisor Insurance 
It is highly recommended for any small business dealing with clients like travel advisors to have an error or emissions insurance called ENO insurance. It is a way to protect themselves from mistakes that may be costly to the client and the advisor. Like any business dealing with clients, a possibility of getting sued due to an error or omission is real. This is just to protect your business from unexpected situations. There are many companies offering coverage for travel agencies. Just Google it and you can find many options. So now that you know a little bit about travel advisors, let's talk about what you need to do to become one. Becoming a travel advisor or getting started is easier than you think. There are many ways to become a travel advisor. If you are new and have no experience, one of the ways is to reach out to a local agency and offer your services as an apprentice. Just Google travel agencies in your local area. Usually, a typical background check will be enough. If they have a position available after the initial interview, you will have a chance to try. Because this is a commission-based sales job, the most you will get is knowledge and training. You will start getting compensated when you start selling travel. Like any profession, it takes time to develop the skills and knowledge to be proficient. That means you must be self-motivated and must be patient while achieving your goals. Experienced travel advisors have the skills and are attractive to agencies because they can start selling travel with little training and they pretty much can hit the road running. It is important to affiliate yourself with a travel agency instead of being a completely independent agent. The main reason for that is established travel agencies can help you get your foot in the door faster. Many travel corporations, resorts or hotels, airlines, cruise lines only deal with established and verified agencies. Can I open my own agency? There are other ways to become a travel advisor. Perhaps you want to open a travel agency. There are difficult and easy ways to do this. The hard way is to open your agency without any affiliation and it's from scratch. To do that, get in touch with the Cruise Line International Association, CLIA, or the Air Transport Association, IATA, to get started. Contact these organizations and become a member. They have specific requirements to help you build your agency. Also, they will issue an industry-recognized certification to sell travel-related services. The bad part about this option is that it will take years for an independent agent or agency to build the necessary credentials and acceptance to let you in and sell vendors' products and services. New agencies will start at the bottom of the commission structure, and it will be challenging to achieve because of the requirements of a certain sale minimum. You will have to be very aggressive on selling travel, and there is so much to do to get to that level that it could be very difficult, but it's not impossible. The easy way is purchasing an established agency and credentials. You can purchase the business from someone else or buy a franchise. I created another podcast about how to create an agency through a franchise like Cruise Planners. Buying a franchise is also a very attractive way to get into the business. That is how we got into the business. Getting into the travel business is great. It is one of those industries that attract a special kind of people, people that love to travel and make a little bit of money in the process. 
To be clear, the travel business is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It will take a lot of effort and training to be successful. At the same time, there are many challenges that will happen to the industry from deregulation, pandemics, and competition that makes the travel advisor business difficult sometimes. But on the other hand, if you are dedicated and have a positive attitude, you can survive any challenges and be good at your business. I thank you for listening today. If you like what you have heard in this podcast, please subscribe. Your free subscription will help us greatly. We are new to this medium and we need your feedback. We appreciate your comments and recommendations. Any constructive comments are always welcome. If you have a particular question that you would like an answer related to travel, please send me your questions at reese.killpack at cruiseplanners.com. That is reese.killpack at cruiseplanners.com. And include the word podcast in the subject line. You can visit our website at www.grandmastertravel.com. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Google. Search us at Grandmaster Travel, G-R-A-N-D-M-A-S-T-E-R-T-R-V-L. The name of our podcast and our YouTube channel is Stunning Destinations. For our next podcast, I will discuss about opening a cruise planner's travel agency. You don't want to miss it if you are considering opening your own franchise.